When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I have massive... <laughs> Stress. Oh, okay. And anxiety when I have to go to the hardware store or the garden store. Okay. I do. This is the wow. Colleen and Bradley Show, Tell My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Is there a store that stresses you out? You get so much anxiety before you have to go to this store. Okay, so this happened yesterday because I had to go to both the hardware store and the garden store. And I'm just always very aware before I go to those stores that I don't know anything about like the thing that I'm going there for. So like I'm going to the hardware store because I'm like, maybe I need a tool for a project or something. And I know that I'm going to walk in the doors and somebody's going to be like, hey, how are you doing? Can I help you find something? And I just go, no, 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 thanks. I'm fine. I have no idea where they keep their whatevers. And I find myself wandering through the aisles and then the person will come back to me later and be like, are you finding everything okay? Well, I'm not because I have nothing in my hands. But I just go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. No, don't worry about it. And then I just keep wandering. I don't want to be helped in those stories. In, okay. t- in those stories. You don't want to be helped, but you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. So what's your what? What are you doing? Why? How are you getting anything done? Well, I eventually will find a thing that will work for the thing that I'm doing, and then I'll buy that. And then if it doesn't is work, the, I'll have to go back. Is the stress just the human interaction? It's that I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm afraid they're going to blow my cover. So it, when I'm at the garden store, the. Okay, here's how the interaction usually takes place. Okay. Here's a real life example okay. of what happens when I go to the hardware store. Yeah. I needed a needle nose pliers. Okay. Okay. I walked into the hardware store. Yeah. I said I the guy asked me, Can I help you find something? Yeah. And I said, Yeah, I I need a needle nose pliers and I don't know where they are. Now I did not use my best judgment because what I should have said was nothing. But what I did say was where are the pliers yeah. because I had kind of was in a hurry. My husband and my kids were out in the car waiting for me. And he immediately did the thing that I dread, which was to say, well, what's the project you're working on? And I'm like a project that needs a needle nose pliers. Can you just show me where the pliers are? He brings me over to the pliers and then he goes, well, there's this kind of plier and this kind of plier. And then this kind of plier, he's showing me all the pliers. I'm like, I just need the needle nose plier. Yeah. And he's like, okay, but for what project? Yeah. And again, I'm like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just want the needle nose plier. It's, I think it's the fear of being mansplained to <laughs> that I'm like actually afraid of. Because this person, like, so why? So if it was a woman, you would have a different reaction? No, I, well, yeah, probably, maybe. Because I might be able to say, like, oh, I don't actually know. Like, so you're I'm just afraid that he's going to call you out for not knowing exactly. something? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that would be a crappy salesperson, but, but they, sure. But it happens 
all the time. Think about this, Bradley. If you went to the grocery store uh-huh. and you were looking for baking soda yeah. and somebody came to you and said, can I help you? Are you finding everything you need? You'd be like, yeah. oh, I just, I don't know where the baking soda is. They would not say to you, well, what are you making? Yeah. They would just show you where the baking soda is. Yeah. But for some reason in the hardware store and same thing in the garden store, I'm like, ah, it's yeah. stressful and anx- okay. it makes, gives me anxiety. That's- uh, does anybody have anxiety stores that they want to share? Yeah. Sandra's on the line. Hi, Sandra. What store gives you total anxiety? Uh, am I on right yes. now? Yes, you are. You are, you, are yes, you and you are here. Sorry. I am me and I am here. Best Buy drives me freaking crazy. Why? Why? Well, kind of the same thing. Like, I walk in there, and I think I know what I'm asking, and then they ask, like, 10 follow-up questions, and I realize I'm a moron, and right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you're um, like, I don't know what that just, thing is. I don't, I don't know. know. The word, I don't you're know making words, the, and I don't right, know those words. I don't words. know what that cable is that you just asked me about, and yeah. So, it's not even mansplaining. It's like superior explaining or something. Like, I'm the idiot, and I'm, I should have reviewed and studied before I went in. Yeah. No, that's, uh, you know, whenever you, you, you deal with a complicated, you know, product, I usually, that's why I, like, if I am going to go buy something like that, where I know it's going to be, you don't just walk in and pick something off the shelf or where is the baking soda? Cause it's only baking soda. There's not like five kinds is do some research beforehand. So I don't walk in, you know, looking like a total knob or I know exactly where to go because I, for me, if I get stressed out in a store it's when people are you know trying to engage me in conversation that i don't want to have right Right. so like i don't want to have a conversation about what i'm up to today which maybe sometimes i do but nine times out of ten i'm running to the store i want to get the thing and i want to leave i don't want to have all that other stuff right um it's usually the stress of that human interaction that can be frustrating which is why we like to order things all the time yes exactly except then i have the problem where i'm like you idiots don't know how to buy the thing uh and then when you bring it to my house, it's not the thing that I wanted. And I don't want to have to talk to you on your phone. Oh, my God. The other day I was at the grocery store and I overheard like the Instacart lady calling her person. And I was like, oh, that is my nightmare, because now I'm having way more hu- human interaction than I would if I just went to the grocery store. So, yes, for me, you know, other than a, I can't think of a particular kind of store uh, where you know, I feel that stress acutely other than I will say I just went gift shopping at like a, um, well, let's just call it a high end gift shop. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those places where you don't just walk in unannounced. Like mm-hmm. you walk in and everybody's on you. And mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like just, I just want to look around. Don't talk to me. I just I'll get browse. to you when I need questions. Just browsing. Because once I start having questions, then I'm going to end up buying something I don't want. That is true. Yeah. Let's go to Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Is there a store, Kristen, that you get a ton of stress in? Absolutely. The Michael's Crafts and Hobby Lobby. We, oh, my goodness. We were just talking about this over lunch, too. Why is it that those kinds of stores give you stress? I am not a crafter, and my kindergartner, well, now second grader, had like 25 crafts she had to do her kindergarten year and every time I went in there I had no idea what I needed or where to find it or how it was going to work if I got it home and I actually tried it none none engineers do not like to craft I love it Kristen thanks for your call also sometimes you'll find yourself in those situations see this is other things if you're doing something that you're making or you're 
tinkering with or whatever, and you say to the person who's working there, well, I'm doing this, then they're going to give you six other ideas of what you, and they don't realize you already have like done the how-to manual on this. And so throwing extra ideas in there, you're like, no, 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 no. I just came for the things, the tools. I will say, because in defense of, you know, service people everywhere, they get paid to, you know, be smart at what they're doing and hopefully, you know, do it really well. There are times when I will walk in and, and I'm like very single, you know, minded about what I want to get accomplished. And then I realize engaging a human being you know, oh, they actually know what they're talking about and I can actually ask questions and I can actually get something accomplished and maybe even learn something that I didn't know, you know, going in. Because I, again, think I know, like, oh, I can just Google that. Right. Like, right. Like, but that doesn't always work. This is true. Let's go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim, is there a high stress, high anxiety store for you? Oh, yes, there is. What is it? It's Walmart. Oh, why for? Walmart, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... I'm a pretty positive guy, um, but you've seen the pictures of all the flooding where the, the dams are eroding and what, that's what happens to my faith in humanity and the universe when I go to Walmart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's going on? Well, no, nobody knows anything, whether they work there or not. Everything that I want there turns out to not quite be what I want. It's, it looks a little bit like what I want, but it's really not what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look around, I'm like, oh, what are all these people doing here and what's wrong with them? And then I realize I'm there and I go, what's wrong with me? Uh, it's <laughs> just, like an existential how crisis. How do you get out of the Tim? house? Uh, I, well, I mean, there are other stores. Yes. I was just, I was going to suggest him that maybe you might want to frequent some of those other stores. Well, but sometimes you need the needle nose pliers and uh-huh. the toilet paper and mm-hmm. the new tires yeah. and the roast turkey breast at the same time all at the same time i get it tim i'm with you thank you for your call tim and let's let natalie have the final word on this natalie is there a store that gives you massive stress and anxiety yes there is it is target oh really Mm. more specifically the new layout oh god don't even get me started we've gotten started (laughs) i haven't late too late honey i went once and i haven't been back I don't go as often as I used to, that's for sure. Right? It's a mess. It's It's a mess. It's really difficult to figure out what you're getting and where. Thank you, Natalie. Have a great day. Um, Well, I've solved nothing, but I'm just glad to hear that there's a community of people who also stress and anxiety about shopping. When we come back, an open letter to Wendy Williams. Oh, girl. Excuse me? (laughs) Girl. We've got... uh, She's having a rough go. We want to let Wendy Williams know uh, that we're here after this on My Talk 107.1. Dear Wendy Williams, we have some words for you on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we've got some things we need to tell Wendy Williams. Well, just one thing, Wendy, honey, you can come on our show any day of the week. 651-641-1071. Give that number a call, girl, because we will interview you. We will do your tell-all. Unlike this, I almost just was rude, Um, Gail (laughs) King. That is a story that I read earlier today that just makes me very happy and sad. Happy because I just love the idea that um, Gail King, anchor for CBS, uh, their morning show, um, is just... also. Oprah's bestie. Also Oprah's you know bestie. That, we'll get... She used to lead with that, but now. Now she has, uh, the uh, you know, her name. Yeah. 
that in and of itself. It's legit. Anyway, back to Wendy Williams. So Gail King allegedly said uh, that she was not going to take Wendy Williams' tell-all interview because it was, quote, a little too trashy for morning TV. Um, To which I just thought that was delightful for a number of reasons. Chief among them, I'd just like to paint this picture for you. Gail (laughs) says that Wendy Williams' life is a little too trashy for morning TV. This is after she did the sit-down interview with... R. Kelly? Yes! Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like... um, R. Kelly, not too trashy. Wendy Williams, too trashy. Robert. 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 I mean, think of all the opportunities you could say. Wendy. 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 I mean, this is the story. Who knows if it's true or not, but she allegedly was snubbed because, among other things, first of all, what I learned in this story is that Wendy Williams is shopping around for a tell-all because, of course... She's been hit by a number of scandals. Chief among them, her husband is now out of her life because he allegedly had a baby with his mistress and massage therapist. Okay, I have a question. Now, first of all, I would like to just remind Wendy Williams, you can come on the Colleen and Bradley show anytime. Yeah. But here's my question about this. I love, I'm very excited to hear Wendy Williams tell all. I think this is wonderful. We've been waiting for this. Etc. But <clears throat> if you're Wendy Williams yeah. and you know that people are looking to hear your entire story, and you also know that maybe your own ratings are waning a little bit. Why would you not take the opportunity to use your own show? And I'm not saying like just tell her story, but Maybe like using her time slot, her show, to have somebody else facilitate her telling of her own story. That would get eyeballs on her I mean, show. I think she should do that anyway. But I think the main reason is there's not enough of an audience. Like you think of the audience of CBS This Morning versus or the Today Show or Good Morning America um, or Oprah. You know, think of the audience that that's going to bring versus what her audience will bring. Yeah, certain people will show up for that, but I just feel like she is going to be playing to a whole audience that doesn't know what a Wendy Williams is. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I But I also think she would still get a story out of it on all of those networks if she was using her own yeah. show to do it. That doesn't seem to be in the cards. Uh, according to this particular story, she went to all of the networks, ABC, C- CBS, NBC, for a warts and all interview. Um, But what's interesting is that it's not just Gail King, and this is the conversation that I want to be privy to. Apparently, she also has... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's considered Oprah, which wouldn't that be delightful? Mm-hmm. If, But again, it begs the question, if... Um, Gail King isn't sitting down with Wendy Williams. Something tells me she's going to make a call to her friend Oprah and be like, girl. Although I feel like Oprah is in a far better place to do this interview. Agreed. Agreed. Because she has sort of more freedom. And I think that, yeah, I think that Gail King has to really be thoughtful about. But again, she did the interview with R. Kelly. That's why I don't buy this notion that because, well, it's one of two things. Either the story is true and it's and it's an excuse or B, it's, you know, just. It's just a dumb excuse, uh, and that you know that was never on the table right. or an option. Right? Who are the other options? Like, who can do those tell-all? Like, well, I'm saying, who are the people? The because like it used to be Barbara Walters. Yeah. If you were going to do a tell-all interview, you did Barbara Walters or Oprah, and there were like very, but there weren't a lot of people that were known for their tell-all interview skills. I mean, maybe like a George Stephanopoulos or what's her name um, over at GMA. Or it's GMA, right? Yeah. Uh, what's her name over at GMA? Give me her name. Oh, her. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, it used to be Diane Sawyer over right. at ABC, no. but she's not really doing those things anymore. Uh-uh. Um, but like I, do, but I just Robin feel like Roberts. there isn't. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. I just feel like there isn't like a go-to like there used to be. Lara Spencer. She's Doctor Phil. Fun. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. that might not be a bad idea. Actually, I bet that is on the table. I mean, if you're looking for a little money, exactly. Mm. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We've got a name for them. Douchebag. Behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we've got a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. Hebert. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I want to make somebody else my D bag, but I didn't. So I'm making this D bag my D bag instead. <laughs> Follow my Twitter feed mm-hmm. if you have a if you want to know what I'm talking about. And if you have opinions, keep them to yourself. Uh, or share <laughs> them with me off the air. Okay, Fair Abraham is my D-bag. What? She never ends up in this segment. Really? I feel like we've talked about her a lot. So you know Fair Abraham, right? Mm-hmm. I do. She is the former teen mom turned backdoor teen mom. Turned, turned porn star, yacht turned, girl, she's an flasher cooter in can. Turn, turned a uh, lower derby model for toys. Remember when she was on the red carpet and flashed her cooter? Oh, yeah. Can? On purpose? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyway, she just turned. <laughs> that was a year ago. 28 years old. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. More like trashy birthday to you. Also, I thought at some point we could just listen. Holly, in this article, there's video of her daughter wishing her mom a happy birthday. And we need to talk about her in a moment. But Mm. I would just like to start with her birthday celebration, which is clearly one big fat what? Uh, Sponsored uh, opportunity. I like our brains don't even have to be mind melded at this point. Mm -hmm. Also, can you please go? Can you please go to her Instagram account? Thank mm-hmm. you. But I want to show you the post for her birthday. 
She says, taking it higher, and she's uh, blowing out candles on a cake. It's a it's a weed cake, if you will. It's actually not a weed cake. It's this is so meta, you guys. It's a cake. It looks like something you'd see on uh, one of them cake shows on Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah. Where it's like um, just a giant tiered cake with gold glitter and stacks of dollar bills and weed leaves and uh, joints, blunts, I think the kids call them. What do they call them? Smokies. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're, no. you're killing me right now. <laughs> uh, and she says on this, as she's blowing out the candles, after eating cake every day and celebrating an entire month, yes, I had a fake cake. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Love those gold pre-roll candles. Is pre-roll like a euphemism for weed or something? Well, that would be, you know, like, like a, a joint. joint. No, I know. I know it's a joint, but I'm <laughs> saying like pre-roll. I've never heard that term before. Anyway, love you all for giving me the best birthday month ever. 28 is going to be a great year. So much love in every city and every country. Blah, blah, blah. And then if you go down, it's life says, is epic. Life is epic. Wearing pretty little thing. Hashtag money. Hashtag stacks. Hashtag cake. Hashtag birthday. Hashtag fair Abraham. Blah, blah. Wig style fashion. Blah, blah, blah. Culture CBD. Hashtag pre-rolls. So I don't know what pre-rolls means, but it must mean joints. Anyway, she's blowing out her blunts on her cake. And, uh, oh, yeah, if you go to the pre-rolls. Well, it means that you didn't roll it yourself, Bradley. It means that someone else came to you rolled. Well, thanks for drug-splaining that to me. You're welcome. You reefer person. Now, Holly. We're going to work on Bradley's insults Mm -hmm. Colleen, (laughs) please go to her Instagram account. Yes. So it's her 28th birthday. Mm-hmm. She celebrated with a fake cake. Can you tell me what Which else is fitting, by the way. Can you tell me how else she's celebrating? Well, it appears as though she's um, also celebrating by DJing in a weird blue wig. I don't is this know what, what we're talking about? And then also greasing her naked body up and taking a picture in front of a tree. Okay. <laughs> as now, you do. <laughs> as one does. Yeah. And that's, that's also how I celebrated my birthday too this mm-hmm. weekend. There's also a photo of her at the In and Out topless. That, what is that? Yeah, there's some stuff happening. Which is, by the way, a paid partnership with Pretty Little Thing. That must be the fashion designer. That's the leggings brand. Also, the wig that she's wearing makes her look like the Lady Gremlins from Gremlins also, too. Also, the face that she's wearing. Thanks for the obscure 80s movie reference. Doesn't look like it belongs to her. Um so these are all things that we love to poke fun at Farrah Abraham for. This is not shocking. Her daughter, though, wished her a happy birthday as well. Her daughter wished her a happy birthday on the Instagram account that Farrah runs herself. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Just no, th- this. Yes. The one for her daughter. Yes. That she that runs. She runs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so could you play that audio, Holly? Is that possible? Yes. Where she's wishing happy birthday to her mom. Yes. One moment. Happy birthday, Mama! I love you. I hope you have a great birthday. Baby. Happy birthday. Okay. Um, how old does that voice sound to you? Like four. Okay. How old is Sophia Grace? She's like 10. Yeah. Um, is that a voice changing situation? No. That's just a regular 
Happy birthday. And I went through a bunch of other videos on her daughter's account. And she does talk in the baby face. I'm telling you, I I'm took like, a weird... That's a 10-year-old. How does your 10-year-old sound? Do you uh, have a 10-year-old? Not like that. I have two almost 10-year-olds. Yeah. They're nine and a half. How do they sound? Not like that. Like, like people. Children with normal voices. Yeah. I put, I put my foot down on the baby voice like very early. Because that is something that people, kids, especially girls though will fall into because they think it's cute. Yeah. It's not cute. Like I had a cousin who would always walk on her tippy toes. And at some point they were like, we're not going to do that anymore. Right. You don't, we don't do that because yeah. it's not cute. Yeah. When you do it. Also, it is cute when babies do it. It is not cute when not babies do it. I would like to direct you to the most recent video on Sophia Abraham. I'm telling you guys, I took Instagram a, account. I that took is a, a deep dive into her Instagram account yeah. recently. A, and this is a loving tribute yeah. to her mother, Farrah Abraham on her birthday yep. with a nice bikini pool video montage. Yeah, I mean, it's like soft core. Also, and it's on the 10 year old's Instagram. Her daughter, her daughter's account comments on her mom's posts all the time. Yeah. Which, if you have us believe that that's actually happening, I'm really disturbed that her daughter is showing up for her mom's boobs hanging out every five minutes. Like, look at all of these photos. How many times is she holding on to her nipples? 100 <laughs> Frequently. Of them. All of them. And only because you can't show your nipple on Instagram. Otherwise, I mean, she's literally got her butt hanging out. It's so bizarre. It's a greasy butt. Who wants to look at that greasy? I want to meet the man. I Please call Do us. Do you? At some point in the future, email call 651-641-1071. I want the man who thinks, yeah, uh, I want to get up on that. Okay, my understanding <laughs> is, my understanding is that that's. Like, where do you walk into a room? It always take a lot to get. Well, I mean, men are men. men. men that's are what I'm trying to say. But I mean, like, who who's the man going through Instagram like, oh, yeah. Like I want a greasy butt and a in a in a cowboy hat with a cow pattern on it and some latex boots. Really? And a cheap wig. Oh yeah. Okay. Also Like women just are forced to really Oh, I just can't. I'm having so many. I thoughts. feel like you are do you need to work some stuff out right now or are you I good? just feel like like poor women, because this woman, look what she has to do to feel worth of something. But see, not all women, not no, poor women. I don't women. think it's all women, but I think like you wouldn't have fair Abraham without men. Yeah, that, that is correct. That is a very astute and thoughtful uh, assertion. Mm -hmm. Assertion. <laughs> Greasy. <laughs> she assertion. said of that photo, I wish I could be this hot for the rest of my life. Look back at it on 28 is going to be a darn good year. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. She's got uh, spurs that jingle, jingle, jingle. She sure does. She rolls merrily along. Okay. So uh, I would oh, like sorry. to tell you who my D-bag yes, is please, very please, quickly please, please, please. but I have a feeling I'm not the only person who wants to call Apple a D-bag today because did you see the price on those computers oh Apple oh yes. yeah did you see the price on those computers oh yeah these are the um the Mac Pros the new Mac Pros yeah uh that cost starting at five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars yeah that's a lot of money it's a very lot of money. Also, 
if you'd like to use a stand for your monitor, that's going to set you back $1,000. Yeah, I think we were talking yesterday, and the total setup for the Mac Pro is going to be around $12,000. All told, if you get each of the three pieces, you get the display, the computer, and the stand for the display, because you can't just buy all those things together. It's going to run you about $12,000. Now, the good thing is most people aren't buying a Mac Pro. Like, that's a desktop computer yeah. for, like, extreme. These are people who do, like. Real computing. Like, you know, film developers and, you know, creative types. But the bottom line is this. You're not getting a MacBook no. Pro. I'm talking to the world. Yeah. You're not. Somebody is, but it's not going to be you. Somebody that owns a company that's going to write that off mm-hmm. is going to buy it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <sighs> Diplo is just like us. And we want to say thank you to Diplo. We've got a Chonus bonus for you after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we have a big thank you to give to Diplo in this. Jonas bonus. Yes. It's time for a Jonas bonus. I forgot we have that delightful new sound for Chonus Boni. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chonus, of course, being Priyanka Chopra. That's the plural of Jonas bonus. Yes. Joni Boni. And uh, Chopra, Chonus is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. And this particular story is Chonus adjacent. It deals with Tonus, which is, of course, uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner. Now, You'll remember that there was this whole kerfuffle, quote unquote, uh, about Diplo, who was in attendance. He's a DJ. That after the BBMAs, when uh, Joe and Sophie got married, impromptu mm-hmm. by an Elvis impersonator in Vegas, Diplo was there and he live streamed the thing. And then there was this whole back and forth about how Joe was like, well, hey, we didn't give him permission. We did not know this was supposed to be a secret we were event. Gonna keep it really quiet. And then Diplo, because he loves his gram more than he loves more than a 13 year old girl loves her gram. Yeah. He live streamed the whole thing. And now everybody knows that we're married. And now we have to talk about it. Uh-huh. So Diplo was like, well, OK, the only problem is, you guys, I didn't even know this was a real ceremony. So he was uh, talking about uh, the, the wedding. Uh, and in his defense, he he took some time to explain why he thought it would be a good idea. He goes, quote, I didn't even know this was a serious wedding. I really didn't know what was going on. I was just like, this is crazy. Let me record it. OK, I would just like to remind you, he didn't know what was going on. He didn't think it was real. He didn't. He didn't think it was real. Think it was real. Yeah. It just sounded weird. He was like, this is just crazy. Let me record it. And by the way, he was sitting next to DJ Khaled. Who's also got, he said literally the room was full of people taking pictures. He didn't realize he was the only one taking video. Um, and remember, for those of you who don't, or we'll fill you in if you didn't, all of these people were invited last minute by giving getting cards handed to them at the BBMAs. Like, I just imagine you're Diplo and you're sitting there in the audience and all of a sudden somebody drops you a card like, here, come to this party. And you probably think it's like some after party or like a rave. And you're going to need to bring an egg to the gas station in order to get in. That's a 90210 reference. Thank you. I see um, what you did there. But that's- but, but he probably thinks he doesn't know. Also, it also tells me you don't know anything about 
Joni. The Joni, yeah. Because if you did know anything about them, you would realize that they weren't married and that this was maybe real. But I believe him. I'm like, Diplo, I get it. So in Vegas, they you always walk by and they're doing this. Yeah. With the cards. Yeah. Because they want you to come to their parties. So I imagine they were like, hey, here's a party with some famous people. Let's go to Let's this party. Go. Um, so... What it uh, the takeaway for me was a Diplo is not very close to these people, duh, because all they wanted was a bunch of people to show up to get some publicity for their last minute impromptu wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house. To the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which was actually a wedding, but remember, they're still going to have another wedding, right? There's no word on whether Diplo is going to be invited to that actual wedding. They're doing um, a ceremony in France later in the summer. Yeah. So, but what I loved is in listening to this particular interview that Diplo did with Ryan Seacrest, um, it makes Joe sound even more just obnoxious because it was like he created this non story about Diplo and then. He allegedly also called Diplo to like, you know, like apologize. It's just like in the telling of and then in the dealing with it's like this. It's clearly Diplo's being manipulated at every turn by Joe Jonas for the purposes of publicity. Right. The whole narrative is controlled by Joe. And as if we can't all smell what's really going on. The thing that I that always that I I don't know, I'm so naive, but I all the thing that always shocks me about stories like this where, you know, Joe Jonas is leveraging not only his relationship now, but the social media of somebody who he probably doesn't even really know that well. And then telling the story to get more publicity is just like how ruthless and how like non-caring that behavior is, right? Like he's he's literally sitting in a chair doing an interview on a British radio show, Joe Jonas is, and is asked a question and he's like, well, I'm, and then he throws Diplo under the bus. Yeah, and unsuspecting clearly doesn't, Diplo. Doesn't really know Diplo that well, obviously. Right. But acts like, you know, like, oh, that Diplo. And that, and like, that takes a special kind of disconnect from humanity that I don't understand. Right. That you would do that knowing full well that in that community, it's going to come back to bite you and you're going to have to do a mea culpa to Diplo. And then Diplo, it's going to, he's going to be able to say something about it and it's not going to make you look good. It's like he doesn't play, they don't play the tape all the way through. And then they just count on the fact that they'll be able to smooth over it later somehow. Well, and that's kind of what happened during the interview. Um, Diplo insists, uh, we're in Diplo insists to Ryan Seacrest that he didn't ruin the wedding. He said that Joe actually called him to apologize that this has been way blown out of, or blown way out of proportion. And said, quote, the English publications live for the drama. So Joe Joe is calling Diplo and saying, like, this has gotten blown way out of proportion. And you know how the English media just loves to blow it out of proportion. Yeah, you're counting on that, aren't you, Joe? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, if you know that, then why are you saying these things? Right? Because it gets clicks and views and likes and, and attention where there previously was none. I will say, though, like the biggest winner in all of this is Diplo. Well, because he just looks like a like he's being aggrieved by a Jonas. Yeah, and also, I've never said Diplo so many times yeah, Diplo, in a 15-minute span as I just have. Diplo. Um, but yeah, I just, again, more eye rolls, more eye rolls. And can we just talk about the other picture that is all over the uh, all over the tabloid news today of Priyanka Chopra and Joe Jonas, or Nick Jonas, at... Where where are they at? Some red carpet, and her leg is sticking out the side of her dress. Oh, that's for this this new movie. Oh, that's right, the premiere of his new movie. Yeah, right. Uh, their Netflix thing, chasing happiness. Yeah. Yes, the Jonas, the Jonas story. Amazon, the Amazon Prime, correct documentary. Jonas document documentary, and she is like channeling the uh, Angelina Jolie leg. Well, yeah, I wouldn't even call it an Angelina Jolie leg. It's an Angelina Jolie cooch because, I mean, it goes all the way up to the top of her boot or booty. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's a chain. Ma- they described it as a chain mail piece. It's a dark dress. And then there's but the chain mail is I don't even know that that's technically chain mail, but it's some kind of chain maily experience on the decolletage mm-hmm. and on the hoochie cooch mm-hmm. um, on the side hoochie cooch. I don't know what you call that area. The side cheek. That's side butt. Yeah. 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 And then can we just and and then she's posing and she's looking adoringly at Nick and Holly. What did you say about the way they were looking at each other? No real couple looks at each other like that unless you are posing no how in love you are. No, you don't. Unless you are acting, unless you are playing pretend. Unless and your mind is at every turn saying, look adoringly at this person. Yes. No, we'll we'll give Nick Jonas some credit here on the red carpet of chasing happiness is that he has this thousand yard stare <laughs> out yeah. into the middle of nowhere where well, she is laser gazing yes. into his eyes. Yes, he has perfected that over the years. I mean, as you must, if you are in the middle of a stadium surrounded by thousands of people, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a technique you're going to have to learn at an early age. I suppose. I will say there's a new article that I look forward to reading. Nick Jonas's purity ring changed the way he looked at sex. Mm. Okay. I can't what? wait to get into their sex life wait, together. Wait, what is that in? Where am I reading that? Well, um, E! News posted the article, but apparently they did this big interview with um, The Guardian uh, that talks about, you know, everything at length uh, that's around this new uh, movie. Oh my premiere. gosh, this is going to be interesting. I will say that the thing that people are the most probably curious about or that I hear referenced the most when it comes to the Jonas Brothers is those purity rings and the fact that they no longer have them and that they all have kind of been around the block a few times. Yeah. Except for except for Kevin. I think Kevin Aww. he went straight into that marriage. That was that was it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, blinds in the bathroom, necessary. Totally. Are we all Not on blind board with items, that? actual blinds. Actual blinds. Uh, we'll talk about A-Rod and what the heck he was doing after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.